Welcome to our Wednesday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 130. Neither the background to the psalm or the author of the psalm is known, but the psalmist is clearly in some deep trouble. The psalm begins with a cry to God in verses 1 and 2. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. Notice that the psalmist is crying to God out of the depths. In the Bible, the phrase out of the depths is often used to describe deep distress. And so the psalmist is clearly overwhelmed by the situation he finds himself in. But he knows what he can do in his distress. He can cry out to the Lord. He can pray to God. And indeed, that is the great gift that God has given to us all. We can go to him in our time of need. We can seek his grace and his strength and his help. In verse 3, the problem is revealed. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? It is the problem of guilt because of sin. Guilt can bring us right down. It can overwhelm us. And on top of that, the psalmist knows concerning himself and us that if God were to sit like a judge taking notes of our sins, taking notes of the evidence and putting it all down against us, then we could not stand before God. We would be condemned. And then we come to verse four. But with you, there is forgiveness that you may be feared. I love the way this verse begins. But. And C.H. Spurgeon can say it more eloquently than I can. So let me quote. But. And what a blessed but this is, one of the most blessed buts in the word of God. But there is forgiveness with thee, or there is propitiation with thee. There is a readiness to deal with men, not according to their just deserts, but according to free grace and the infinite mercy of God. These great truths, of course, of grace and mercy and forgiveness all come together at Calvary in Christ Jesus. But notice too that forgiveness leads to fear. But with you there is forgiveness that you may be feared. And this is not the fear of God's condemnation, but a heart that reverences God and desires to obey him. This can never come out of God's judgment but it comes as a result of his forgiveness and mercy. Notice that the psalmist doesn't glibly assume forgiveness. He seeks it eagerly. He desires it, but he must seek God for it. So in verses five and six, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchman for the morning, more than watchman for the morning. 
Can the psalmist expect forgiveness? Yes. It is a promise in God's word. Notice in verse 5, in his word I hope. God's word promises that he will forgive those who repent and look to him by faith. God's word promises redemption. This certainty of hope is expressed in verse 6 in the picture of the watchman waiting for the morning. The night watchman of a city in Palestine in the psalmist's day knew that the morning would come, that a day would dawn, and so they looked for it eagerly. With the same eagerness, the psalmist knew that God would give his forgiveness. It had been promised in his word. The psalm which started with such great discouragement ends with great hope and assurance. In verses 7 and 8. For with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel. Martin Luther, in his hymn based on this psalm, penned these words. Though great our sins and sore our woes, his grace much more aboundeth, his helping love no limit knows. Our utmost need it soundeth. Let us be so thankful to God for his steadfast love. Join me on Friday for Psalm 131.